1: What's up, Bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything
2: and anything on blast. What's this week's roundup, Britain? So this week, we have Nate Dolan on the pod. Uh, super excited for him to just share all of his knowledge that he has from doing all the things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to describe it in his intro, and he's actually sitting here right now, so we haven't interviewed him yet, um, and so I don't want to <laughs> blow the intro that I have for him because I'm really excited for that. But yeah, I'm stoked that he's here and he's a busy guy. So we're lucky to have him.
1: I mean, we're keeping him in the family this week too.
2: We are. We are. He's my cousin. Um, (laughs) and so I kind of had it in to get him on the show. Um, you know, pulled a few strings, but he's here. I
1: mean, your family really does some cool stuff. Like y'all just are taking over second street
2: Yeah, so Nate and his brothers own Shanny Dolan's Bar, Uh um, which is off of Keystone. And then the Babe Cave is obviously down 2nd Street. Yeah. Um, And they are having a ton of specials for the rodeo. It's just going to be, it's such a cool vibe in there. I mean, Mm. we go, we go often. We go there. Yeah. It's just, it's kind of like the spot now.
1: It is. The first time I went there was the big launch that was for St. Patrick's Day. And that. I had people texting me the next day, like not a single person left there having a bad time. Like everybody was like, that was the best night of our lives. Like it was so fun.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They, they've done a really good job. And I mean, so there's three boys in the Dolan family and all of them are very different, but equally as talented And they, this is not their first rodeo, no pun intended. (laughs) They know how to have a good time and they know how to create spaces for other people to have a good time too. So Mm -hmm. Shani's is that place. Um, So if you haven't been there, you should definitely go check it out. If you want us to be there, DM us and... We'll have a little meetup. Oh, I'll be there. After. I'm going there this week. Yeah. You'll probably run into us there, but also maybe after the rodeo.
1: Low key, like this whole week is going to be spent. It's going to. It's blackout. <laughs> I started Bricky's <laughs> tomorrow and then I'm doing, I'm going oh, to Shanny's.
2: Yeah. Bricky's for Melissa's birthday. Yep. Yeah, That'll be fun. Okay. So it's rodeo week. The rodeo starts on yep. Thursday. Um, Tomorrow is the kickoff concert. Uh, we're going to have Murdoch's hats and apparel booth at the rodeo for 10 days straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm scared. It's gonna um, be great. yeah, we got two new styles of Murdoch's hats in and, um, all the things. BLFT mm-hmm. is kind of coming to a halt a little bit. We're going to be open for appointments at the Babe Cave. But, um, other than that, like we're pretty swamped because we have to be at the rodeo from 8am to 7.30pm every day. So. I'm just like so proud of you. I cannot wait to see what
1: the booth looks like. I hey, mean, thanks. I get to see the behind the scenes on everything. So this has been yes.
2: the labor of love. And oh my gosh. Yes. I'm I'm super stoked we got into the rodeo. When we first started Murdoch's Hats, it was like, and we're going to have a booth at the rodeo and we're going to do all these things. And it's like, we're here and it happened. And so something that seemed so out of reach, like even designing and getting a hat in my hands is now something that we have done. And so I'm super stoked on that. And it's just, it's really like just taking it one day at a time and your dreams do kind of come to fruition if you don't give up. But tell me about your booth down in Dallas right now. You have a lot of things going on. (laughs) No, I just, well, first I want to say about like, I actually was thinking about you this morning because I was
1: listening to Ed Milette on one more the, the power one more the power I just of listened to that more. yesterday <laughs> dude he's the man i, I love am, him i'm gonna buy that book and listen to the I whole thing it. and do you do okay yeah. so i heard him on the podcast and a while ago i thought okay i should read that book because yeah. i you know i love the compound effect which is mm-hmm. the concept of like just tiny little things like the tiniest things in your day compound and mm-hmm. then like you get the big things you achieve the big goals and so for me listening to that was like oh that's like really in line like with my belief system and so the power of one more like I just think of every interaction you have with somebody like you have no idea and today on the podcast he was talking about how he went golfing and they he his partner wasn't there and he was like at this really like swanky is that a word did I just make that word up we got we got okay. the gist yeah he was at this really nice golf course and like with all the fancy people and I, the hand motion was good there <laughs> um and he was like you know I had to get paired up with a random person I was like no way this guy's like not my vibe I don't want to have to be with this guy for 18 holes And the guy was like let me tell you how i got started he's like me and my friend both loaned this guy like a friend of ours um some money to start a business and the uh my friend was like i need my money back right away and was like i don't want to be invested anymore jk like give me my money back right away and he this guy who was at the golf course was like no it's fine like you can keep your money invested like i'm i'm here for you whatever you need Not knowing that years later, that man that he was investing in was Jeff Bezos. Holy shit. So it's just like, and he's like, the only reason I'm at this golf course today is because I invested in my friend who needed a hand. Right. And then it just made me think of you because you don't love Jeff Bezos. But
2: (laughs) I look up to Jeff Bezos, who doesn't. He has the second largest company in the world.
1: I mean, what's the
2: first? I mean, we don't need to talk about it. It's a China company. It's okay, called Alibaba.
1: It. Oh, it's like
2: the Am- I It's like the Chinese Amazon.
1: I mean, look, I hate to tell you that that's where we get our jars from. So. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> made in America. Well, people.
1: turns out that's the only thing you can't get in America right now is glass. And if anybody does know of a glass manufacturer in America, please hit me up because I do want to... That's the only thing that's not made in the USA of the Haven and Flux candles.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's hard because manufacturing is so much more expensive here. So... We don't have one. We had one producer of glass in the country. We had two and during COVID, one shut
1: down wow. entirely. They went bankrupt and the other one, one of their production lines went down. Damn. So there was no glass in the US,
2: like end of story. Damn. So, um, Well, Ed Mila is amazing. Mm-hmm. The power of one more. We should definitely do a pod on that mm-hmm. um, because I feel like it was just powerful. Yes. Okay, so. You wanna jump in? Yeah, let's do it. We're, we have Nate on next. Nate, here, here he comes. Here he is. There he goes. (laughs) (laughs) So Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the automobile museum?
1: I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's like, it's it makes my heart happy. Um, So that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends. Like yeah, 160 the of our close friends yes. could go to the
2: theater. In any movie that you want. They have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids if you like need a little break or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome.
1: It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and <laughs> come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at theautomuseum.org. Uh, uh, yeah. And yeah, that's where that's where you go get your tickets.
2: Perfect. Fun day.
1: All right. So you guys know that I live for Western wear, specifically my boots and my hat. So I want to talk a little bit about a brand new brand that is new to Reno, Nevada and is from our beautiful babe over here. So Britton, tell
2: us what Murdoch's is. Well, first of all, hats have been one of my truest loves since I was a kid. I swear I had a hat on in every single picture as a child. And then they quickly became a BLFT signature. We couldn't find the hat that was just perfect. And so we decided to design our own. Murdoch's is a family brand that started in the great state of Nevada in the 1950s. My great grandparents started Murdoch's Western wear. Fast forward 60 years, the Murdoch sisters recreate this homegrown brand by curating a hat line that embodies the spirit of Nevada. We were raised in this amazing state and we watched a Nevadans ability to put in a hard day's work on the ranch followed by a hard night's play at the casinos. We pulled inspiration from the everyday beauty around us, the sunsets, Lake Tahoe, the mountains, and the forests. I'm not going to lie. I have full body chills right now because you hit
1: so many nails on the head just now. Like there's nothing that screams Reno, Nevada, more than family and community and a little bit of Western. So the fact that you put all of our favorite things together, and then you made it all about like bringing back the roots of your family brings me so much joy. Y'all need to check out Murdoch's hats. Where do you find them? Murdoch's hats and apparel.com. We love it. Go shop y'all.
2: So Nate is the guy that literally does it all. He has three businesses. He's the son of Mike, who many call the king of Reno, and his mom, Doreen, who is a trendsetter and wears the golden crown for being a mother and grandmother. Nate has a beautiful wife, Nicole, two adorable daughters, Demi and Reese, two entrepreneurial brothers, Shane and Breck, and over 50 first cousins, too many to name and hundreds of people that call him friend. And again, the list is way too long to name all those people. So he lives his life by the motto, who has more fun than us? And let me tell you, he really does radiate fun, meaning he is a source for fun for everyone around him. Like I was saying about Shani's, like they just know how to have Mm -hmm. a good time, but Nate especially. Um, As much fun as he has, he also works. Balancing all of his businesses and all of their relationships in his life is something he does naturally, but it takes a lot of time and effort. I know I sound biased and that's probably because I am. He's my older cousin, like I said earlier, but he was like my super cool older cousin in high school. like, And I've looked up to to him forever and um, he's a large influence for my love of sports, but ask anyone else who knows him and they'll describe him the exact same way that I am today. Um, I'm super pumped to have Nate as our guest today. And I know he's gonna provide our listeners value by simply just sharing his life experiences. Um, and some insight to what he does to generate all the success that he's had in his life. Um, So Nate, thanks so much for being here. Let's just uh, get into the interview, should we?
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
2: I have a quick quick question. Is this, I'm
1: gonna have a lot of questions, but this Mm -hmm. we'll start with. Is this the cousin that your aunt sent in to beat up the other yeah, people he's that were one of, them. This is one of them. He's one of them.
0: I love yeah, I this.
2: <laughs> I don't even I know if you there. remember that. Do you? I remember. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God, yeah, that's no. amazing. Not the
0: first or the last time that's happened.
2: I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've only met you one time before, but very welcoming environment. We were at Shanny's.
2: So mm-hmm. you're you a pretty sick guy.
1: I appreciate it. Pretty Thank nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's pretty laid back. He's like, he, he's a lot like his dad in like, the way that he can like get so much stuff done and make it look like it's nothing. Oh it's just God. like super, super incredible. And you've always been like that even through all your career changes and everything, which I'm, I want to get into. Yeah. So. Do want, I'll just yeah. kick that
1: right off. What, I mean, you've done a million things. Even when I met you in the bar, you're like, you, explain what you do now. What are the three jobs you're doing now? And then can you talk to us about how you got to those jobs?
0: Yeah. So, so about 10 years ago, um, I got offered a dream job to come up to the university and coach football. Um, It was a a passion of mine, something that I really wanted to do. And then after a few years of doing it, I quickly realized that, hey, I want to be a family guy. I want to be there with my friends, my family, my kids potentially. Um, Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine called me and said, hey, if you want to get out of this life, you should come do real estate with me. I think you'd be great at it. And the next day I called him back and said, I'm in. Mm -hmm. So from there I've started doing real estate and that been, I don't know, seven or eight years now of, of real estate. And, and that's just grown as I continue to learn. And then my other job kind of, I saw my dad with one foot out the door. He'd been doing farmer's insurance for like 45 years. He was an awesome insurance agent one of the best mm-hmm. uh, but I could tell that he he wanted a way out and he didn't know how to get out so I approached him and said what do you think if I just take over your business because if I sell you a house you're going to need insurance mm-hmm. and I can just run them together um, so very fortunate he said yes I took all the classes did all the tests did everything um, and took that over about a year year and a half ago uh, and then during COVID, uh, I convinced my brothers finally to move home. Uh, Love that. Yeah, we, we, both, we all have two kids. Uh, they're roughly about the same age. And so I kept saying, like, come on, man, who do you want to stand next to on the soccer field? You want to stand next to Joe, or do you want to come stand next to me and let's go get a beer after the game, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and they came back, and at that time, We didn't know what they were gonna do. I was already kind of established in my businesses. Uh, And the bar opened up, I saw that it was for sale. And I said, hey guys, we've always kind of wanted to get people together. What if we go for this? And, And it worked out. And so together we bought the bar fixed it up and opened it up uh saint patrick's day
1: i mean and that was a good old time yeah i'm pretty sure i <laughs> ate like stranger cookies at somewhere like <laughs> they were in the case so i felt like they were That's the funny. ones from the grocery store but i was like how
2: did we get to this point <laughs> in the <laughs> night <Six G&As. laughs> uh,
0: anything could happen out there
2: anything okay. it was fun Sorry, um, Nate. Tell them like your real estate is through. Is it Stitzer? Yeah. Okay. So
0: my friend that called me, his name's Clint Stitzer, uh, a close friend of mine for a really long time. He actually played in the NFL, so he knew the lifestyle I was. I was on. Um, so I'm with him. He opened his own brokerage called Stitzer Properties.
2: And then Farmers Insurance is now Nate Dolan Farmers Insurance. Correct. And You can find that off of.
0: It's on Warren Way.
2: Warren. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see his office and his name on that. And then obviously Shani's is.
0: Yeah, down on Keystone in a second.
2: Okay, just so that they can.
0: Find me. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) Okay, so you've created yourself or recreated yourself and changed career paths so many times. Like we talked about um, from being a football coach to now all of these things. Transition periods are difficult. And Mm -hmm. maybe for someone who's, in them right now you know to keep going maybe some motivation to keep going and like what did you do to get through those transition periods
0: well it's not really all about me so uh number one i had to run it across my wife and say hey look i i got another crazy idea i'm thinking about this (laughs) i need your support because we're going to put some money into this Mm -hmm. um so I, i it's it's more about the support it's more about my team um making sure that I had the right people in place in order to be able to do that. Uh, I couldn't have taken over the farmer's insurance business without my dad's uh, office manager who was with him for 11 years. And so I needed to make sure that she was willing to stay on so that I could be here doing this while she's answering calls at the office, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Got you, so like just the right people.
0: The right people, the team around me um, really has made me transition really well um and and been the backbone of what i'm gonna do
1: right from every perspective too Mm -hmm. i mean it seems like you have it like at home family oh yeah his
2: support system i mean his wife nicole is such a badass she just handles so much shit like she she just handles it and she also makes it look easy like she never complains like i've never she's not a negative person at all you guys are just like Positive. Appreciate that. Yeah, Yeah. she's she's awesome. So you guys are a great team. Um, of all. Okay, sorry, I'm asking all. No, you can. Yeah, I was just
1: gonna roll with it. You're absolutely. I love this. I'm just honestly soaking it all up. So, but yeah, of all the jobs you've had so far, like what is? So I love football more than anything in this whole world. So my family, like that was how growing up, like we all. Got to. It's still how me and my dad like. She's a big Chargers fan. I don't want to talk about it though. It's like really makes me (laughs) see. That's a
0: Chargers fan. (laughs) One time when I lived in San Diego.
1: Yeah, that's how it starts. Well, because (laughs) you you get trapped. You. I grew up in San Diego, and then I moved here, and I have this thing like when people tell me something or to do something or to be something or that i can't do something then i do the opposite of that like it's in my soul it makes me like i
0: have a little of that in my soul too
1: so what happened is i moved up here and everybody was like you can't be a chargers fan anymore you're in raider nation and I was like ha, watch me <laughs> and so then I, I like doubled down which was a mistake but it would have been a mistake to be a raiders fan at that point also
2: it's not a mistake
1: well this was like 2003 so Nevada like had a team and then you know, they were in I, oakland he, they were he in he california totally in Shit. yeah are you a raiders fan
0: well yeah no uh, no i've no, always. always kind of been oh, okay okay
1: i it's uh we joke because the first time i met jerry i it was the day that the raiders the day after the raiders destroyed the chargers in overtime for the playoff spot mm-hmm. and i laid into him but i didn't know he was a raiders fan i was just like generally angry and he was <laughs> like so um Actually, I'm a Raiders fan and now this is awkward, but do you want to do the photo shoot? <laughs> You're like, great. Yeah, I go hard on that. But anyway, so of all the things that you've done, like what's your favorite thing you've done so far?
0: Uh, being a dad and a husband.
2: I got to go. I know. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that that is. Um, if we're talking about like how I make money, probably I was a bouncer at one time and I was the worst, best, best bouncer ever probably (laughs) i think i let everybody in and then when the confrontation would happen i'd kind of just like hey yeah i don't i'm out of (laughs) this go outside i'm not getting
2: involved he bounced at old bridge i was gonna ask where was it
0: it was so fun i watched sports games all day and talked to people and made money
1: (laughs) (laughs) those guys old bridge though like that spot it's like the door guy i'm like what are you even doing though like because they don't really have to do anything except check IDs. Like and he does. He just sits there and watches all there's like four screens right there.
0: Yeah. it was that's great. That's good gig. I love that.
2: That's awesome. Do they have somewhere like all the time there? I
0: think so. mm-hmm. wow.
2: that's Every crazy. time I've been there. That just seems like a lot of money for yeah. like, the little biz. Glad you guys don't have to have one at Shady's. Yeah. You're well, you're Not still yet. bouncing at Shady's.
0: Yeah. I'm still kind of a bouncer.
2: <laughs> yeah. But at least
0: I'll check IDs now because but have to. I don't. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now that it's yeah. your liability, yeah. you're going to be like, yeah, underage, no, no service for you. <laughs> right. Um, what is one thing that you hope you can leave your clients with, whether it's real estate or insurance?
0: You know, so every client I meet with, whether it's real estate, insurance, or someone down at the bar, uh, the thing that I always preach is just, I want to do such a good job for you that the next time somebody's looking to buy the, or sell their home, They say, Nate Dolan was the man, and this is who you need to call. So I tell them that up front, and then if there's ever anything throughout the deal, they can call me and be honest, and I'll try to make that change. But I want to just do such a good job that they tell their friends, their family, the other people so that, you know, I create more business, make more friends, Mm -hmm. do all the things.
1: Word of of mouth is the most important marketing, I think, in my opinion.
2: Definitely, and the people that... Do it like organically is like the best way to do it instead of being like, I'm going here to network. It's like just let it do its yeah. thing, you know. So Britt, why intentional candles for mental health?
1: Because building healthy habits around your intentions can have a positive impact on not only your mental health, but your overall productivity. I wanted to create a premium non-toxic candle that reminded my customers that life is complex and we can live in the and space. Talking about mental health and mental illness doesn't always have to be scary or depressing. Uh, Sometimes it can be fun and enlightening. We are wildly unique and expansive creatures, as we've talked about on the podcast before. And we can be many things in a day. And sometimes we just need to light a candle to remind ourselves who the fuck we are
2: and what we are capable of. I 100% agree with that. Plus, your candles smell so good, and they fill up my whole house. I hear you have something special for our listeners. I do. I have a little promo for our bees. Y'all
1: can head to haveninflux.com and use code BOB20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. I hope y'all enjoy.
2: So you got the call from Clint that you were going to start doing real estate, but you didn't have any experience in that field, but you still had what you were just saying, which is you wanted to do the best job for your clients and mm-hmm. you kind of put your clients on a pedestal. I think that sometimes people let the fear of being like inexperienced stop them from trying new things. Mm-hmm. I know that it's something that I have done too. Like you, your self-talk tells you like, I can't do that. I mean, with Murdoch sets, I'm like, I'm not a designer. I, I've always wanted to be, but I, I don't know how to design clothes, right? but you can't let that stop you and you didn't do that and it's all about the clients can you talk about that a little bit
0: yeah it's it is all about the clients it's all about trying to make them get to their goal what they want in their life um and it's all about going all in so if you if you don't go all in on it and you kind of have a foot out the door then Mm -hmm. you're not going to do a good enough job and they're going to feel that and they're going to see that and they're not going to tell their friends to call you the next time somebody is looking.
2: So it's like, you don't have to know everything. Like no one knows everything. And sometimes the people that have the most experience or the most knowledge or the highest IQ in the room aren't going to provide you with the best service, even though it's all upstairs, right? right? It's like about the balance of like, even if you are an experienced, just giving your all, prioritizing the client or whatever business you're in, for us prioritizing the product. And then from there, the client. But I think that that's something that I've had to learn over the years. Cause I used to be like, Oh, that's well, even when we got our master's degree, okay. Nate and I went to grad school together And school is not my thing. Mm. Um, (laughs) And we, we did it, but we were not experienced and stuff. So I think it's just like going after what you want. And even if you're, don't feel equipped, even if you don't feel equipped for it, you can still do it as long as your effort is there.
0: Well, there's also no shame, and I have no shame in telling somebody, Hey, I don't know, but I'll find this answer mm-hmm. out for you. Mm-hmm. I'll go find it, and then being diligent about getting back to them and telling them, Hey, found the answer, here it is. I, and I'm okay saying I don't know.
2: Yeah,
1: it's a combination of passion and humility, and I think it goes back to the fact that, like, Carl Lagerfeld, like, he is that's the guy behind Chanel for those of our listeners who don't know, but like he didn't start off like knowing how to design clothes. Like he just knew that like he wanted to create something. He had an idea and then he became passionate about it and he took one step at a time. And like, that's what you've done with Murdoch's like, it sounds like that's what you've done with your career. Like you get to a point and I know this like so much in my core. You weren't
2: a candle expert is what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) No, I
1: don't even like, honestly, I'm a messmaker. is what I am. I just pour wax all over the house. That's my new MO. But, uh, no, I'm kidding. I, yeah, you don't, you don't know until you know. And I think that like, as you go forward in life, like life is going to throw things at you. You thought you wanted to be a football coach for the rest of your life. Like you thought that that was it, but to have the like humility to even adapt and know that like, this isn't going to be the path for me. I know I committed to this and I know I thought I wanted to do this for the rest of my life, but there were pieces of this that did not fit to the life that I saw for myself. So having that like long game vision, but being like, okay, what's the next step right now? Like, what's the one thing that I can do to change that direction and then that's when things start to like flow into your life or you know you have a friend who's like hey i know you're not into this you can transition and then it really does feel like you've aligned all of the parts of your life i mean you even get to work with your family which is like yeah your big part of your life for me Absolutely. what i'm taking in is family values yeah so it's cool and, and you don't have to know it all is i guess the point that i'm trying yeah
2: on. i mean and believe in yourself enough to mm-hmm. or have the humility to say i don't
1: No, I'll get back to you. I I would like to know, though, how you're doing it all. Because honestly, like the efficiency thing that you were just talking about, like you getting it all done is I don't I'm not doing well at that. So can you give me some advice (laughs) on like how you keep
2: it all under control works out and he like,
1: yeah, efficiency. And it sounds like you get time with your family. Like what? What? How? Yeah. Give me step by step. No. uh,
0: (laughs) Again, I mean, having the team around me is a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Uh, Without that, I can't do it. Um, but I also wake up really early and I stay up really late Mm. and, uh, the today's age, you're able to do stuff, not sitting at the office. So Mm. I take calls if I'm at the beach with uh, my family, I take calls anywhere and I respond to people. And I think that that's the biggest thing is just responding and telling them hey i'm with my family right now i'll call you tomorrow morning and calling them tomorrow Mm -hmm. morning um and so just really trying my best to stay on top of all of that um but yeah i'm uh, i'm mobile i'm up i'm going i'm working hard and not stopping
1: as somebody who is super mobile, like, do you use any apps? Like, are you using it for, to keep track of that to-do list, right? Cause let's say, cause for me, I go to the beach. I do exactly what you just said you do. Like you go to the beach, you're there, you're like, all right, I'm going to get this in the morning. Like I got these two hours. I'm just going to commit to this time. But then, if I don't write that down, like, is there something that helps you, like, efficiency hack? There, you just got a great memory. If you say you have a great memory, I'm gonna be mad. No.
0: I do have a really <laughs> good memory. I can remember a lot, but it starts to get too much. Right. Uh, I'll make a note in my phone. Okay. I'll put it on my calendar. I'll. Um, yeah, I do. That. <laughs> I don't and know. You're
2: consistent with it. I'm
0: consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like.
2: Yeah. That's the thing i feel like you know sometimes people like buy like their calendar for the year and then they use it for january and then they're like don't use it again you know but it's like find things that work for you that like your notes like notes are huge i guess
0: well just if i'd say i'll call him back i'll put it in my calendar call this person at 10 a.m tomorrow Mm -hmm. um we do have in my real estate company we have a crm thing that has Mm -hmm. all the clients names and you can go to that on an app and Plug it in there and it'll ding my phone. So yeah. I'll do that for that. And insurance wise, you know, I'll forward it to my staff or I'll do that right away. Cause if I don't do it right away, then I forget.
2: Yes. Um,
0: so I do, I make sure that if I get an email, just forward it to them and have them take care of it. Um, or I take care of it right then.
2: So touch it once. Situation. I was going to say, yeah. say the word, say touch it. it once. <laughs> touch it once. No, I, I don't even know if Jeff said that. We talk about the a billionaire Jeff Bezos all the time and he has a I'm sure he knows where, who Jeff Bezos is. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm saying we talk about him. There's a lot of billionaires. We could be talking about Elon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he has a thing where he's like, touch it once. So reply to the text message. Like, and so you don't have to circle back around to do it.
0: Yeah. Otherwise you forget.
2: I need mm. to be better about
1: like not having, I am like the person who doesn't like to have any notifications. So then I'm constantly like, okay, I got to get rid of that notification. But then I'm in the middle of something and I just want to see what they said. And then I'm not able to answer. Yeah, it's like answer. a fine
2: line between being present mm-hmm. and then touch it once. because mm-hmm. it's like.
0: I do the opposite. I don't open it if I know I need to respond because then it goes away.
2: Right. So if you're at dinner or something, you're like, do not disturb. And then after dinner, you'll... Nah,
0: not really. If I'm at dinner and I need to respond on a big deal, then I respond and say, I'm nice. sorry. But if I get an email or something, I just don't open it right then until gotcha. later Gotcha.
2: Yeah, you know? I see. And also just like prioritizing what's important and what's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know who, like what
1: things are gonna be important. Yeah, you got, got a
0: handle on mm-hmm. the deals that I'm doing. Yeah,
1: right. exactly. Right. I'm in the process of like transitioning because we're traveling a lot now mm-hmm. or by we, I mean me and my mom, because I just need like the moral support Yeah. <laughs> until I get, um, somebody hired on, we actually hired somebody, so they'll be starting in July. That's what but, I was going to say. You need your team. That's mm, what I'm hearing from this. Yeah. So I have a team starting, but she starts in July. And in the meantime, I'm having to, I want to make sure our systems are good. And so I'm like switching over to all. Right now, I write things down and it's going to have to go electronic because mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sitting in one place anymore like I used to. So
2: Right. It's not just you. Like It's not just me, yeah. It has to make sense to someone else now too. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of a hard transition. So that's why I
1: was
0: asking. Google has a bunch of stuff. We have like yeah. a chat thing on Google with our real estate team that if I can't show a house right now, I could say, hey, can anybody show this? Nice. And they respond, that's nice with the team. Yeah. It's kind of like Slack.
1: Well, and it's nice that Google has it all in one area. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. Like as I'm doing, cause now my calendar is like only, Google, like I'm using all the Google apps on my iPhone. Yeah. They're I are just know if that's tracking smart. the shit out
2: of all of us. They're, our whole lives are on Google. <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> but, all right. I got nothing honestly, to it. Honestly,
2: at this point, whatever. <laughs> I know, but it's like, dang. Um, okay. So what is one thing that you wish you were better at?
0: Um, uh, I wish I was better at saying no. I say yes to everything. And sometimes that, uh, puts a stranglehold on me because then I I leave something that I should be doing um, for something that may be not that important. Um, so, yeah, I wish I could say no more, but I love saying yes, though.
2: So. You're a yes man.
0: <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I'm a yes man.
2: Your friends are like, hey, I want to go to – the Kentucky Derby, you all yes, <laughs> yeah, <duh. laughs> but I think that goes in
1: line because I am also going to steal this and I'm going to start saying this all the time. But your like mantra or mantra of who has more fun than us is like that goes in line. Like at a certain point, especially as business owners, what am I going to say no to stuff? Like I'm going to Dallas. I put two extra days on the calendar so I can take my mom to the stockyards. Like I want to like yeah. do fun things with my. Why not take the full? Why not take all the opportunities that you can? for as
2: long as you can because it- we're not always going to run at this pace yeah. no that's very true and also it's like literally physically not within me to say no to a sale right. So oh like, god no. and like so our hard. sales are not a how okay no. keep yeah. in mind the margin on my sale <laughs> is a lot less but like virgin and i like we talk about it because we'll sell anything like and it's it's just part especially when we're in the mode of selling like at our events I say I'm the most vulnerable because I'll say yes to anything mm-hmm. because I'm in that and so people will be like hey want to get drinks on bread I'm like yeah and then it's like shit like but right. I cannot <laughs> not say yes so I get where you're coming from but it's also kind of like who you are
0: well the houses also are you have a lot more to say yes to to get one that actually sticks because mm-hmm. you don't get paid until it closes That's true. so I got to show a lot of houses just to get some money in my account. Yeah,
1: I got you. What is that? Um, Because I've been in sales for like 15 years. And they always say like 100 calls. Because for wholesale, right? We were selling accessories and apparel. It's 100 calls. And you get like maybe one or two yeah. if you're lucky. Like what is that transition for real estate?
0: It's pretty close. Uh, except for I kind of moved away from that in real mm-hmm. estate. I'm uh, more of my sphere, my network, my people that i'm around yeah that's why i say yes to everything right i'd rather go get a beer with somebody talk to them and then maybe down the road it works out
1: it's the one touch it or not touch it what, what did we say at the beginning at the top of this the one at the ed my lot thing oh yeah the power of the one power more. of one yeah. one yeah. more like my dad always says he's like you make a lot more money when you're out he's right. like get out of the house like go do stuff and right now i'm like i just want to read in my house though so that's been a problem for me well there's balance you yeah. gotta recharge
2: but yeah i feel like you don't recharge it's tough you're just like go 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 like all the. but that must be did we do his i was gonna say did you did you figure out his human design yeah i think i did
1: britain tell us what blft
2: is all about because you know it's my favorite place to shop The biggest little fashion truck is a family-owned and operated boutique on wheels. We got started five years ago because I had this deep desire to make women feel more confident. And I found out that one of the many ways you can enhance your confidence was through clothing. Hence our why confidence through clothing. We love some confidence in our lives. We pride ourselves in bringing back that old school expertise in customer service by providing an experience, whether it be at our pop-up events around town. We love the pop-up events. I'm at those with her all the time and they are fire or we have a storefront the babe cave we just want each and every babe to feel better and be ready to be seen after shopping with us shop us online at the babe cave or our pop-up events at local businesses around town we can't wait to see you and a little something special we have for you use promo code bob20 for 20% off your purchase online hell yeah I'm gonna be shopping today
1: What keeps you going? Like, what's your
0: why? My wife and kids. Yeah. it's. I mean, I know that might sound a little bit cliche, but it's the truth. Yeah. Um, I want to provide my kids with the best life that I can and let them do whatever it is they want to do in their life. Yeah. Um, and so I got to work hard because right. right now I'm the only one working, you know? Yeah. And, and I want to provide for them.
2: Well, you're doing a great I know, job. So. I appreciate it. I'm yeah, you great. are. I mean... Definitely. I feel like your kids have such a well round. between you, Nicole. It's just, it reminds me a lot of like how we grew up.
0: Yeah. You're, like and that's what I want to do for them.
2: The most relatable family that I see. Um, and it's really cool. His- that made up me smile. I was like trying to keep mm-hmm. it together. I was like, that's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. No, we had a good childhood for sure. And just like a lot of family and just a revolving door at all of our houses, mostly yeah. your house for me but then we were that house when yeah. you had moved on. So um, it's just, it's cool. And you're, I mean, you're doing that. It's awesome.
1: It's awesome. It's really cool. I have one more question before we get into this like rapid fire section. Um, you said you wake up super early and you go to bed super late. What does that mm-hmm. look like?
2: Like, what is like that, what, like what how times? early are you waking up and how late are you going to bed?
0: Five or six m- okay. midnight. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes. But later. he will
2: not, I guarantee he will not miss one of his daughter's games.
1: That is yeah.
2: the, that is like that is the best thing
1: I've ever heard in my life. Like he yeah, you're that type yeah. of What is she playing right now?
0: Right now she's doing golf she does well she's doing golf i don't that's practicing uh she did soccer okay. uh, nicole and swim. is a
2: super good soccer player his mm. wife so that's how they met in college because nicole played soccer and he played football oh very cool and yeah. then they so they're an athletic family and i'm just waiting to get a bat in demi's hands
0: yeah me too
2: i well my cousin violet she is um
1: getting to that point where they have her in dance and everything like that but we were playing around with a balloon she started like diving and digging for the ball and or for the balloon and it was like is everybody seeing this like <laughs> did everybody see that she's got the skill like, like, I'm, like i'll take over from here i'll take over <laughs> you're here you are like she's a little libero as we watching right I here know, yeah but she's gonna be her dad is six five and her mom is like
2: six six one somewhere. sign her up like yep. let's go dude i i so the softball college world series was just on. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's like super popular. They have a ton of viewers, almost as much as baseball, which is really cool. But I saw one of the girls verbaled to a school at 14 years old. Dang! And she's, I mean, obviously good enough to be pitching on, you know, in the college world yeah. series, but I'm like, let's go. <laughs> like, this is so young though. Like think of how many things that can happen between, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, injured. if you wow. know, you know, not to injure. Right for her i mean if you have the hand-eye coordination i guess i don't know yeah it's crazy um okay so we have a few just like rapid fire questions so if you could do anything else career-wise what would you do
0: Uh, i think i'd be a football announcer i like to i pick the games apart when i watch i think
2: She says everything that the commentators then say yeah Every time. I feel like.
1: So he well, sees it. Well, coaches, because my dad was a football coach too. And so like watching with him, I feel like a lot of people, I struggle dating because the guys are like get nervous about watching football with me because I learned so much from just listening <laughs> to my dad. But y'all like, because you coached, see, see everything different. mm-hmm. yeah. differently, like even more so than the players themselves. Yeah, So
2: it's always fun to watch with somebody who coached. He's a player's coach for sure. You mm-hmm. always have the player's backs, yeah. which is well, yeah. I know, but I'm like, why didn't she catch that? I, that's why I wasn't a good coach. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. um Okay, name one high of last year and one low.
0: High, we opened Shani Dolan's. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I got to do uh, business with my brothers. Um, a low, I'm just pretty tired of this COVID stuff. And just it's lingering around and mm-hmm. you get it and you have to stay home for a certain amount of days and I,
2: I know, I,
0: I, you know, I don't want to discount it, but I'm just, it's just a low. <laughs> I'm over
2: it. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's annoying at this point. Yeah. And that's why we had to reschedule the podcast originally. And you yeah. were like, and it just sucks. I had a like,
0: headache and I was like, but I feel fine. I've gone to work a million times feeling worse than that. Right. But I had it. So I didn't want to get you girl sick. And
1: right. Well, we appreciate that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. also sure. we get it. Yeah. We fully get it. Um, uh, that being said, with Shani Dolan's being your favorite, what is your drink of choice?
0: Drink of choice?
1: Mm-hmm. at Shani's.
0: Oh, we do this one, a, a drink called the triple play. It's just a whiskey drink, a little honey. Um, it's pretty good.
1: Okay, I love it's whiskey, nice. so yeah. I will have to try that one. So
0: my grandpa, he, he had two unassisted triple plays in a baseball game. Uh, we named the bar after him, mm-hmm. so we named the drink the triple play.
2: That's awesome, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, they're a big, Nate loves football, but well, because his dad played at Nevada. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned that. And his dad wore number 22, Nate wore number 22. So when I went to Nevada, I wore 22. Um, But his family is like major into baseball. Your uncle played Bobby Dolan, which Mm -hmm. is the Bobby Dolan baseball dinner. I'm sure our listeners know that. Um, But that's kind of Shani's theme is baseball.
0: Baseball yeah were big into baseball but Bobby. our side of the family was more football
2: yeah because your dad yeah what you play what position i played safety mm-hmm. and linebacker okay in yeah. high school you was a running back yeah dole in the ball carrier I was gonna, that was what i was gonna dole in the ball carrier i'd be like heard that every every two minutes <laughs> love that um okay so you put everyone kind of ahead of you not not ahead of you, but you prioritize your family. You've mentioned multiple times, but what is one thing you do for self-care?
0: I have a, a gym in my garage. So when I wake up early, I go in the gym, uh, and just play hardcore rap <laughs> and, <laughs> and go after it a little bit. Sometimes when I get
2: swole, <laughs> when I,
0: when I come home from work, uh, the kids are going crazy. So Nicole and I will take them for a walk. That's pretty nice. Um, we're members at the elks club and we just go chill out at the pool go in and get a beer or something
2: love that nice
0: self-care for me
2: <laughs> self-care is still
1: like i feel like the non-negotiable for everybody on the like that has a business is working out i mean my dad that's the goal is to yeah. get one in your garage at some point because i feel like i need it like several times a day these days like yeah working. my dad has a, a a heavyweight bag and a speed bag in his garage and
0: well if you have kids you only can do it one you can right do it before they wake up or when they go to sleep yeah and that's about it
2: peloton's great for that you should yeah. get a peloton i'm trying to
1: just move into a bigger house and out of the freaking yeah. alley right now i
2: mean her her whole <laughs> business is in her house so it's like it's hard to separate when
1: that's- yeah.
2: well and amy just was
1: working out at double edge and she was like coming around the corner and um i saw her this morning running amy Burkett and. Mm-hmm. She was like, I saw the alley and I understand it a whole lot different now. And I'm like, yeah, it's all night. Like I don't sleep, it's it's yeah. hard to load things in. Like even today is like they're running through the alley and I can't like get my car out because I gotta wait for everybody. And then like a homeless guy comes by on a bike and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, cool, here we go. Yeah, no, you gotta get out of mid So yeah, let the, that priority and then I'll get the gym garage and we'll get, a, it'll all be good. Um, what is your, wait, do you drink coffee?
0: I drink coffee, yeah
1: if you said no to that, I was going to be like, how
0: oh, uh, I usually just do one cup in the morning. Um, but sometimes I do the pre-workout stuff and then I have a coffee and then I'm like, why? I got to go do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holy
2: shit! <laughs> yeah. The pre-workout yeah. just, um, what is your hype song right now?
0: So when I first started real estate, Clint and I, we would play all I do is win. And that's what we, I still do that. Yeah. Um, and then for my girls every morning, I put on who let the dogs out, but they don't really like it. <laughs> and I try to get them into it.
2: Uh, but they don't really like <laughs>
0: it. <laughs> they're like, they try to change it all the time. And I'm like, no, who let the dogs out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do they like They're like put on Frozen? Yeah.
0: Or baby shark or, oh, no. or the dance song, oh, the gosh. freeze song and oh, all these, man. yeah. you're like no
2: you will like who let the (laughs) dogs out instead i I did not see that coming but i can totally picture this how old are your girls
0: uh my daughter demi just turned five yesterday Okay, and reese turned two in may
1: very cool you have a while my dad uh he used to he introduced me to eminem and limp biscuit when i was 13 and that changed my whole life yeah Um, i like
0: eminem eminem pumps me up on yeah yeah
1: for sure at five it's probably like
2: not quite ready for that. No. My dad was like his pump. Like, I feel like you're the same. Like my dad would just get so jacked. Like by the time I got out at the game, I was like, and then I would just be like, everyone's calm around me. But he'd be like, get out. Like He'd be like, you hear that dog? You hear that? I'd be like, holy shit. This guy's losing it. Um, Okay. So we ask everyone one question to just kind of like wrap it up. If you could give one piece of advice to someone like starting out in business or just like a little rule of thumb to live by what would you what would you give
0: one piece of advice shoot um i I think i said it earlier you got to go all in Uh, you gotta commit to what you're doing and not be complacent not settle and and be ready to adapt so when i took over the insurance business it's like i'm in this i'm not gonna let this fail i'm all in when I, when we did Shani Dolan's it's, I'm doing this. I'm not gonna, you know, half ass it because that's when you fail. Totally. And you gotta be ready to adapt to new things, new changes.
2: And work. even when it's like hard, yeah, it's uncomfortable at times. You're like, can I do this? And you almost want to talk yourself out of it because it's uncomfortable and it's a lot of work. Yeah. But temporary so uncomfort leads to like greater things yeah. in life. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, I know we, did it a little bit earlier, but
0: yeah, I I work out of three offices and my house and everywhere else. So, um, you can find me down at the bar on weekdays or weekends, you know, more in the afternoon, uh, or on my Instagram, I guess, which is so
2: entertaining. If you, you guys need to follow him on his Instagram
0: yeah that's i believe it's agent.dolan um and i didn't do all the business pages and all that i just run my business page off of people my page. find you. <laughs> yeah people will so find you you can find me on there and send me a message i guess dm me
2: <laughs> slide into my dms <laughs> <laughs> yeah do um
0: that and he
2: yeah. on his instagram he does these videos and like it's always who has more hashtag who has more fun than us NV. And like he'll just do like crazy stuff where he like jumps into like a frozen water, like Tahoe in the winter and like just eats like a Serrano chili pepper. It's just very entertaining. <laughs> I just followed yeah. him. I can't, I thought I was following you this whole time and I wasn't. That's why I just
1: checked, but it is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, you're going to want to go get a and laugh get in.
0: Hopefully, gonna, I can't be the real estate person or the, that just like, hey, look at this three bedroom. house it has granite countertops not my deal
1: i mean at the end i need
0: to change it up
1: yeah we talk about this all the time but it's like you know what everybody i make candles they're just fucking candles at the end of the day like the difference between my candles and all of the other candles in the world me it's me and like what i'm passionate about and the same for you it's like there's a bunch of real estate agents everywhere like and why not i i've struggled with that and i know our, our listeners know that but it's like you want to be taken seriously but also you're hilarious so why not that's what i just said about myself no i'm kidding (laughs) kidding, but it's true it's like you're super funny you're super laid back the first time i met you i was like this guy apparently has three businesses that's wild (laughs) that you just kept like unraveling as
2: we were sitting there i was like oh okay cool right it's like the it factor behind what makes you you exactly if it is like knowing statistics and stuff like do that and Mm -hmm. be the best at that it doesn't have to be being yeah. the mayor of Reno, like Nate, you know what I mean? It's right. just like, yeah, just find your it factor and do that really well and check your human design and check. I'm going to do design. that. we find out what yours is. I
1: bet he's a generator. Do you want to put money on it? I, I don't because I'm, I'm with you. Oh, you
2: think he's, a yeah. Generator. And I don't want to
1: lose. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Well, y'all know how this goes. I almost <laughs> forgot how it went for a second. <laughs> Um, Follow along, Brit on Blast, and find us at BLFT Reno, Murdoch Hats and Apparel, and Haven and Flux. Y'all need to go hit up the rodeo. Brittany is going to be inside the um, Reno Convention Center. Did I get that right? The Livestock. The Livestock Event Center. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, She's going to be in there with a bunch of new hats. I've already seen two of them. They are fantastical. So get your ass over there. Um, If you guys like the show, subscribe and review Brit on Blast on whatever platform you're listening to go give agent Dolan a follow and we will see y'all next week cheers y'all